So yesterday I was at a little hole-in-the-wall type restaurant, not too far from where I live, and the waitress, when she saw me, she said, oh, Father, can you come by early tomorrow morning, Ash Wednesday, and give, and give me some ashes, please? I'm not going to be able to have time to go to Mass. And I said, oh, well, I'll, I'll see what I can do, you know, about that. And, uh, but there is something that is really very beautiful about Ash Wednesday. We all we want to get our ashes. We want to be there. And it's, it's not just because we're going to get something. I mean, no one wants to, all right, just give me some dust, put it on my forehead. And, no, no, it's obviously it's much deeper, much deeper than that. It's this inner need that we all want to be better, to change, to, as well, to have a second chance. Our God is the God of second chances. I mean, we always have a second chance with God while, while we have life. And, and therefore, this, this desire to be better is, is part of, it's, it's rooted in our human nature. We're not created to be mediocre. We're not created to be just, uh, you know, give half efforts. We're created for excellence. And it's, it's hard to be excellent because we fail. We fail all the time. And but the Lord is, is, is telling us in, the, in, these, in these readings and this whole spirit of Advent is not to look at our shortcomings as an end in themselves. Look to God for strength. Look to God for perfection. Turn our hearts to God. And there's a sense of urgency in this. Urgency. As I love this first line in the reading, the first reading. Even now, says the Lord, return to me with your whole heart. Not a portion of it, not a little corner. Our whole heart. And Paul talks about, you know, let's, let's get going. Now is the acceptable time. In the first reading, blow the trumpet, proclaim it fast, call an assembly, gather everybody. Come on, let's go. Let's go and repent. And repent not with our tail between our legs. Repent with our heart wide open. Wide open and to say to our Lord, Lord, I'm sorry. And Lord, I want to be better. Lord, I want to change. And the church gives us great ways to do this. You know, it's nice when someone, I've never had this when I've played golf, you know, someone to just actually go and put the, the tee in the, hole, in, in the ground and put the ball on there and like tee it up for me. I've never had that. I had to do it myself all the time, you know. And that's the way I like it. You know, but the church is teeing it up for us. What we need to do. Number one is prayer. Prayer. So I encourage, I encourage you all to open up some space on the calendar, on your daily schedule, not the daily grind, the daily schedule for prayer. A little, a little moment here or there, maybe stretch it out, stretch out as far as you think you can go with God's grace. Guaranteed great fruit from that because prayer is what's it doing? It's turning our hearts to God and say, you are the most important. And that's what turning our heart, our whole heart to God. Lord, you are everything for me. The second thing the, uh, the church gives us is fasting. Today is a day of fasting. It's not every day in Lent's a day of fasting. It's just Ash Wednesday and, and Good Friday. 
And, uh, but there are others that do it more, which is fantastic. But what does that do? Fasting detaches us from our comforts and attaches our hearts to God. Especially when we feel today, the, especially, you know, if you're in school, you know, your stomach's growling a little bit more, you know. May that be, a, like, unite that to God and say, Lord, I hope you hear my stomach because I really am trying to offer my heart fully to you. So that's what fasting does. It takes away a lot of attachments so we can fully focus on God. And finally, almsgiving. Almsgiving. Giving our money, giving our time, our talent to, to others. It reflects love. I want to love others. Others need my help. And especially, you could say, almsgiving in prayer. There's so much to pray for. So much, especially for those people that are suffering from that earthquake. Over 40,000 people have died and more. I was just listening on the radio as I was coming here about, you know, just to think about it, like people that have broken legs, broken arms, shoulders, and things, and they, there are no hospitals that are working because it's in, the, in an area where it's just so, so poor. To pray and to ask God to move our hearts, to move our world, to be able to help one another. So prayer, fasting, almsgiving, and I'm sure each one here has a great Great to line up for this Lent in order to grow in our relationship with Jesus. But to remember, our God is a God of second chances, and he rejoices that we turn our hearts to him and be assured of his grace.